that we start thinking and making up these life stories for other people just so we don't have to feel uncomfortable. We really think that we do it for somebody else when really it's ourself that we're doing it for. And how dare you? I mean, again, it's it's not about you. And that was the biggest slap to my face ever because I considered myself a people person. I considered myself a people pleaser. Hey friends, it's your host, Steph Connell, lifelong goal getter, betterment seeker, and both a student and master of making mindset matter. Through my 10 years of experience in coaching and leadership, I've seen passion and purpose diminish to form life's cookie cutter mold. And due to that, you see the train of unhappiness get more and more bogged down. My mission in life is to get a rise out of you. Together, we are building a community of women who can not only voice their vision, but bring that to fruition. You are daring. You are valued. You are needed. And you are ever growing, my friend. The world needs our courage, and we are bringing it on strong. So without further ado, let's get to it. It's time to be bold. Hey, listen, I'm so excited to share today's topic with you. We're going to be talking about one of the biggest culprits to your self-sabotage. Now, when I talk about self-sabotage, we're talking about anything, my friend. We're not just talking about career. We're talking about even just right down to the nitty gritty and most basic of communicating with somebody, you know, holding yourself back from saying things that you really need to say that are on your mind that really are going to adjust how your day goes, how your success goes. So we're going to talk about assumptions. And we're going to talk about all of the stuff that replays in your head in terms of perceptions of what other people think. Gosh, that what other people think, that's such a big thing. And, you know, in today's world, in today's society, it's really changed from years and years and years ago. I mean, I, I'm really dating myself, but growing up, we didn't have the social media thing. We didn't have to worry about seeing what other people's lives looked like. We got to go to school and hear about their trips over the summer. We didn't have that experience of seeing it in our face all the time. And today is absolutely different. So I can only imagine how it is for people who actually grow up in that. And, you know, here's the biggest challenge. If you really want to find the source to low self-esteem, I can swear to you, it's definitely going to be in comparison. And comparing your behind the scenes to everyone else's highlight reel is definitely going to do you a disservice. And it is going on strong. I mean, if you pop onto your social media accounts, what do you see? You see cars and you see you know, all this advertisement, if you want to make as much money as me, if you want to be a millionaire, you see, um, oh my goodness, all those perfect bodies in the swimsuits, and then you're looking at yourself and you're like, oh God, I don't look like that, or, you know, all that kind of stuff. You see the flash, you see the lights, right? And what does that do to us? What does that do to us when we get on there? I look at it and I go, oh, I am so behind in life, or I'm not where I want to be, and I'm 35 years old. I'm not, How come I'm not where she is? Or how does she get there? How does she have the X, Y, and Z, and I'm over here struggling? You know, why can't I lose weight fast? 
you know, seeing someone post about how I shed, you know, all the baby weight in just two weeks and I'm over here five months in and I'm still, you know, 20 pounds above. How is it fair that I can look at all that star spangly uh, glitz and glam life is just so easy and then I'm over here struggling? And what does that do to me? That sends me on a downwards, you know, spiral. Here I am thinking all these negative things. Now I'm going to be even more self-critical of myself and ask my question. It's not how do I get there? I'm not asking myself, how do I get there? I'm not being inspired by that person. I'm starting to attack myself and, you know, really question what's wrong with me. And then we go into that self-sabotaging moment. I want to take you back in time for a minute. So I hope you have your cup of bold because we're really going to kind of dive into this experience of a real seeing of how this can take place and how we can grow from it and really see differently in just a span of a moment. So I'm going to tell you a story that, you know, took place about 10 years ago. Um, I joined a business in network marketing and I was a, a... like I've said, I'm, I'm an introvert, but on top of it all, I really kept to myself. I loved people, but I wasn't a very, you know, self-promoting type of person. I wasn't flashy. I wasn't, you know, out there and crazy. I just, I was an artist at heart. I very much loved what I did and I loved people, but I couldn't really get myself out there and be very flashy about it all. And part of a sales gig is selling yourself. And I mean, I've realized over the years that selling yourself is a daily job, whether you're in sales or not, right? We sell ourselves on having a good cup of coffee, you know, telling your friend that this is the best one. They've got to have this. Well, you got to sell yourself in that coffee as to why. Or right now, I'm selling myself on this podcast. I'm selling myself and, you know, gaining your trust that I've experienced this and that I actually have some tips and tricks to help you get through it. I'm selling who I am and who I am is whether you're going to trust or feel like you can compare to me and feel comfortable with me and actually listen and gain some knowledge from me. So every single day we're actually selling, but I didn't know that 10 years ago. And part of this job that I had to do was, oh God, I dread it. Even like thinking about that time. Now I love it. I love connecting with people and changing their lives. And really I see things totally differently. But back then we had to call people and I'd have this big pile, this big stack of names that I would get from a show or, you know, um, maybe even on social media at that time, or people that are open to talking to me, I've, I'd have their information that they literally handed to me, that they were open to listening to my story and the product that I, that I had to offer. And so here I am, the best time, you know, the best time to call was typically between seven and nine o'clock at night, okay? People have had their day at work, they've, you know, had their supper, it's kind of like their downtime, you name it. And so here it's seven o'clock at night. I have this big pile of people to call and I'm staring at it and I've got my phone and I'm walking through all the reasons why I shouldn't call them. Oh, you know, 
you know, she might still be having supper. She could have had, she maybe had to work a long day and now she's having supper. Or maybe she's driving. Yeah, yeah. You know, she could be driving. Oh, it's the summertime. You know, people are camping. Maybe um, she's out playing sports right now. She's probably playing baseball. I know she she said she was athletic, like to do extracurriculars. And oh, wait, no, no, she's got kids. This one's got kids. Um, So she's probably got to put them to bed. Or maybe they're at dance. Maybe I don't want to interrupt. I don't want to be a bother. Okay. And then I started to question my self-worth. I actually was thinking that I shouldn't be doing this. Who am I to call? Who am I to interrupt someone's life? All these downward, you know, unproductive and ununderstanding, if that's even a word, words that I would define myself and what it was that I was doing. So then what happens is the pile gets set aside, And I would procrastinate. I would never call. And then it would be sitting on the back of my mind. And then I would, you know, be biting my nails all the time and just unhappy because I wouldn't tackle the work. And then, you know, this job doesn't work because I wasn't making the calls. And if I'm not making the calls, I'm not making the sales. If I'm not making the sales, I'm not making the money. Right? But I was telling myself the story that I was getting it done because I would you know, organize in my office, I would, you know, get samples ready. And I would kind of, you know, maybe the couple people who were open to text, I would do that because I could hide behind a text, you know, all these different things that I would try to make it work because I was very uncomfortable, because I was making these assumptions and having perceptions of what others were thinking. And it all changed one day. And it just took me hearing the right thing at the right time. That's my story and my journey behind the transformation. And I want to pass this along to you the next time you're thinking about this, because it happens all the time that we start thinking and making up these life stories for other people just so we don't have to feel uncomfortable. We really think that we do it for somebody else when really it's ourself that we're doing it for. And how dare you? I mean... Again, it's it's not about you. And that was the biggest slap to my face ever because I considered myself a people person. I considered myself a people pleaser. And for someone to say to me that I was making this experience about me was upsetting. It was hurtful. But not from them. It was hurtful to me to have that growth moment because I'd always seen myself as a people pleaser, someone who was doing something for other people. And now all of a sudden, in the moment of having an opportunity to potentially give somebody something that could positively change their life, I pulled away from it so that I could be comfortable. But I told myself the stories that I was doing it for them, right? Oh, I don't want to bother them. I would be a bother in their world. Life is constant. We can all feel overwhelmed and worn out, and we need a way to rejuvenate and revitalize our bodies, one that is natural and gentle. 
At the Herbfield Homestead, they work hard to create the best formulas and natural solutions to nourish the body, soothe the mind, and promote relaxation. Their special small batch formulations of homegrown and wild-crafted botanical extracts feature herbs that ease discomfort and promote wellness and bring balance back into the body. They use only the best ingredients, ones that they would only use for themselves. And what a beautiful promise from their family viewers. Go and visit theherbfilledhomestead.com. Receive support on your journey to wellness right now. I have this really great story outside of myself, but also within my circle, um, that was just... I could see the moment change in my mother's eyes. Now, I am going to bring this story up. And if she's listening, I love you to bits. And this was just really cool to see when I brought this up years ago. And again, it came down to a business experience. And my multi-level marketing business taught me an extreme amount in my life of how to be a really great person and how to change my perspective and how to grow myself. And it was kind of neat. And my awareness is a little bit higher too of, you know, where I, I got it from, where I get this belief that I'm helping others and serving others by thinking for them. I had this opportunity to, you know, have a home party with my mom. And I asked her if she would be open to doing something like that. And, you know, when it comes to asking, it's always easier to ask family right off of the bat because we're really comfortable with them, right? So there's another key that we're doing it out of our comfort. And, you know, this is just an example. It doesn't have to be in your business life. But this was just such a great experience to ask my mom if she would be open to having some friends over so that I could have the opportunity to share a product that I was really passionate about with them. And I could see her thinking. I could see her wondering if she should do it. Um, I could see the the, the self-sabotaging battle happen within her as well, <laughs> which was like seeing myself. <laughs> and the first thing that she said to me was, I don't know if I want to do something like that. Um, now, not word for word, but essentially what she was saying or did say was that She didn't want to invite a couple people in particular that she was thinking of that I was giving some examples of who might be interested. She didn't want to invite them because, oh, well, I don't want to ask them to, you know, because people feel like they have to buy at these things. Or, you know, I don't, I don't really know if they have money for that kind of stuff. You know, she's just kind of assessing. You could see her assessing in her head, if she sees them, you know, purchase those kind of products already or, you know, how they're doing in life, what their life is like. She was just assessing all the stuff out of comfort. And what I said to her, I could see a change in thought because she was certainly very uncomfortable about the idea of inviting people over for them to make them comfortable. That was how she saw it. And she truly did. And I truly do too. I That's how we saw things. that Because we were people pleasers. We were truly believing that we were doing a service for someone else. But the moment that I asked her, I said, you know, mom, how would so-and-so, let's say Jane, how would Jane feel 
knowing that you think she doesn't have enough money? How would Jane feel, you know, knowing if she had the opportunity to really see in our scenario right now, how would Jane feel knowing that you're saying all this about her? And all of a sudden, I saw a switch. Now, did it happen? No, we didn't all get together. But that switch moment was more than enough to make for that entire evening that could have happened for me. It was a different thinking pattern. So the next time you think that you're serving someone else, that you're being noble and standing up and really, you know, you think you're caring for them and you're doing what you can to make them comfortable, I want you to ask yourself why you think you have the power and the position in life to be able to speak for other people. It's not your job to do that. Your job is to speak for yourself. You know, all the time we go in downward spirals all the time on stuff like this, whether it's in work or anything else, even just in basic life, right? If you're sitting in a lineup and you see this girl eyeballing you and you automatically start thinking, why is she staring at me? Who does she think she is? You know, so much junk and stress and frustration and negative emotions can be completely deterred and removed from your life if you stop trying to guess what people are thinking because we don't have that power. And I don't want that power. Could you imagine if we had that power? I don't think we would really much like it. But I want you to think about those scenarios. The last time that you were out getting coffee at a coffee shop and you're in a lineup and someone was staring at you, giving you these looks, I don't know what that means. Yeah, for sure, she could be thinking those things, but you know what else she could be thinking? She could be thinking, damn, I love those pants. Where the heck did she get them? But she's so nervous. She doesn't want to come over and ask you where you got them. Why? Because she's nervous about what you might think of her if she asks you. Guys, I have no interest and nor should you have any interest of signing up for the class of trying to figure out what people are thinking in life. So let's go back to the social media aspect because it's very prominent. It's very huge in our lives. It's part of our everyday lives. I mean, we could be listening to this through a social media platform right now, right? So we use it. We want to use it to our positives. But, you know, all the time we're looking at all the things, I want you to really assess what could be happening behind the photo. Okay, so when you see somebody who's really jamming it out in life, because how many times do I have people say, wow, you're really killing it. You're you got all the stuff. You're doing all the things you're really you're really doing it in life. Right. But nobody knows all the behind the scenes. Nobody knows that I go and cry in my room and I feel like I'm a failure. Nobody knows those things because we all have moments in our day where we feel like we're down in the dumps. We have moments where we suck. We have moments where, you know, we allow the comparison to to creep in. And comparison, if anything, my friend, I want you to know it is the culprit to a timely death of unhappiness. It will be the thing that really tears you apart. It's not about comparison. It's not about who, you know, Sue is ending up to be. It's not about, um, I'm going to throw out a bunch of names here. It's not about Sarah being, 
you know, a million dollar club earner. It's not about um, uh, Jane being, Jane's on my mind today. (laughs) Hey, Jane, whoever's listening, who's Jane? (laughs) But it's not about her being, you know, having all the kids and going on travels and trips. It's not about, you know, you know, oh gosh, so-and-so who's up on social media, who just shows up like she's got it so smoothly. Her photos are so crisp. I don't understand why she's got 10,000 followers and I can't. I'm posting every single day. I'm doing the stuff. Like we're looking at all those things about how other people are thriving and we're comparing ourselves as to why we're not getting there when really the problem is, is that we're looking over there. We're looking at her. That's your problem. That's my problem whenever, you know, we end up in those battles is that I am not going to get anywhere by looking at her. (laughs) You know, we have to put our one foot in front of the other and focus on the work that we're doing. What am I doing? Asking the right kind of questions. What am I doing that needs to change? What is she doing? Hey, why don't I reach out to her and ask her what she's doing? Hey, Sarah, I noticed that you've got 10,000 followers. I was wondering if we could have a few moments together um, just so, you know, I can kind of pick your brain a little bit so that I can figure this this jam out. I'm really new to it and I love what you're doing. Would you be open to it? You know, those kind of things where you see those people and they really inspire you and not thinking what they could be thinking if you even ask the question. Because when you do that, you self-sabotage yourself and you don't even do the work that's going to get you ahead in order to get there. That's the hard stuff. That's the hard work is behind the scenes. And because people aren't asking, they have more time set aside for the battles and scenarios in their head than actually getting anywhere. What if we were to start changing our perceptions and what other people think for the better? What if we don't even think and we just celebrate? What if we see everyone out there with the the stuff, the stuff that we want? And really, that's what it is, is when all this is coming about, it's calling us out. It's calling us out on what we don't have and what we actually want and what we desire in life. And that's okay. But I guarantee to you, if you celebrate those people, you're going to change your energy level and your understanding that there is an abundance out there. There's more than enough for everybody. Coming with a lack attitude and really feeling frustrated and tearing yourself apart is not going to do a service to you in getting it. And really at the need, the end of the day, that need and desire around what other people think, it really means you have more confidence in their judgment of you than you do of you in you. But that is for another day. So listen, I really enjoyed spending these moments with you today, and I hope you did too. My gratitude is through the roof. But in order for us to make even more magic in this world, we've got to spend more time together. Make it your focus to connect consistently so you can continue to gain and change up your days to come. Secondly, we are a direct result of who we hang around with and now you're in the world of becoming better. By sharing this episode, you are making an impact in someone's life and frankly, we're just better together. And don't forget to tag me so I can send some love and shout outs back, my friend. Until next time, this is your host, Steph on Be Bold. If this podcast topic sparked a question and you want some clarity, or maybe you're inspired to level up and you're interested in working with me, 
Dive onto the link below in the show notes and select your 20-minute free call with me today and let's make it happen.